Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the 11 game NBA main slate on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are interested in Thursday night football, I'll have a video up tomorrow breaking down that Thursday night football showdown slate. Um, if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing for premium content, offer a few different packages, NBA, NFL, eSports, uh, more info down below. And then uh, I would like the, to thank the sponsor of the video, Prize Picks. I was checking out the NBA board, not up yet, um, but usually it's up you know, within the hour or so. It's up usually uh, you know, later at night, uh, and then they'll have fantasy score stuff um, early tomorrow. But yeah, it's a player pop player prop site where you can take over under on fancy points. They do have some college basketball stuff. So I'll use, I'll use college basketball, for example, right? You can take over under on fancy points or you can take over under on straight up points, rebounds, assists. You can mix and match sports too. So if you guys want to try out prize picks, make sure to sign up and use my code DKDFS. It's DKDFS. It's all one word and you'll get a hundred percent match up to $100. So if you deposit, I'll use my code hundred dollars. You get a free hundred dollars to play with on the site. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for all coming out and checking out uh, the live stream today. We had about 200 concurrent viewers. Really appreciate all the support. Um, and, and obviously, to you guys returning and, and watching these videos every single day. Um, the easiest way to support me is just to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I'll be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check that one out. Um, and let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video, guys. Okay, so before we talk about players and their prices for this 11-game slate, let's look back at up here from tonight. So... Tonight, um, stack the late game. Stack the late game. Avoided the first game, blowout. Avoided the second game, blowout. So, I have a low-owned Jante Murray. He went for 60 fancy points. I have a low-owned Paul George. He smashed. I have a low-owned Thad Young. He did it. Like basically, all, all but one in, in the late game. Now, I'm, I'm looking really good, right? Clippers TV announcer said, entering the second half, they were told before the game the Batum would be on a minutes restriction to clear up some bumps and bruises he has endured over the last few games. Some bumps and bruises. So, you know, maybe you, you first of all, Thanks for that information, Ty Lu. Thank you. Thank you for releasing that before. Um, I really do appreciate it, my man. I really do appreciate it. Um, second, he's been playing like 35 minutes a game, okay? So how many minutes he plays tonight? Like 10, 15 minutes. Loses 20-plus minutes because of this, and we don't get this news um, before, so... I mean, I hate to be that guy, but what else? You know, what else can happen to me? <laughs> I have the perfect stack in the late game, low on John Murray, everything's looking great, and I get screwed by this random, like, ejection, ejection, and then this, guys. What more? What, what more, right? What did I do to the DFS gods? I, I don't know. 
So, yeah, this is my lineup. Um, again, I basically avoided the first two games. Only guys I had were Blake Griffin, Draymond Green. Um, Blake Griffin was a little bit of a letdown, but I, I knew it was looking good because, like, KD was the chalk in this tournament. He was a massive bust. I got very lucky <laughs> that game blew out, and KD had the floor of four games. I was super nervous uh, fading him. But, yeah, I went to stack the Lakings. I knew it would come at low ownership. John T. Murray, 15% in this one. Smash. Luke Kennard was solid for value. Paul George, great at low ownership. Uh, Bloodsoe was solid. Thad Young was good at low ownership. 15 minutes. And mind you, okay, there was no Terrence Mann. There was no Justice Winslow. Last game, 35 minutes for Batum. This game, again, was a blowout. Throw it out the window. 37 minutes here. So I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get around 35 minutes, maybe more, because the Clippers have no one. They have no one. I'm, this is this is looking great for me. Nah. Nah. Bumps and bruises, right? He's got a, little, a few bumps, a few bruises. Let's play him 15 minutes and not give anyone notice about that. I would have won $1,000 plus if Nick Batum played his normal minutes. 239, 225, four. Thunderdome, Nick Batum, 40 plus percent owned. No surprise, right? Just don't get news by Ty Lue. Uh, Patty Mills, 71%. Not surprised by that. Bloodsoe, 85%. KD, 85%. I was a little bit surprised, 85% KD. Um, 57% Draymond Green. Gobert had a good game, but that was a blowout. Reggie was was pretty popular. He started very slow, but got there. This was the winning lineup. Bloodsoe, Derek White, Kennard, uh, Green, Gobert, Jackson, Paul George, and Zubac. Um, so, yeah. Pretty uh, pretty down right now, guys. Like I try to keep positive and make fun of myself, but it's just like ejection, ejection, and then this, where I would have won like $1,000 plus if I had, per, had the perfect stack. All right, let's talk about this slate, um, and let's hope for, okay, no ejections, uh, no back-to-back ejections, or no, you know, after lock, we get news of guys having a few bumps and bruises and then playing, um, you know, 20-plus minutes less than they usually do. No more of that stuff? I'm good, right? No, no more picnics, too. If you have preseason, no picnics. No picnics? No bumps, no bruises, no ejections. All right, Washington Charles, the first game. Um, I basically have no interest in this team. Beal's coming back. They're priced up from Beal when Beal's out. 9.8K for Beal. You can always play him in tournaments, but he's just too pricey for me to consider an 11-game slate. Montrez is too pricey. Uh, Gafford's only 4.4K. For tournaments, that's fine. The minutes have actually been ticking up on him a little bit. He's a good point-per-minute guy, but he's always in foul trouble. And then that's, again, that's really it. I don't have a ton of interest in this Washington team. On the Charlotte side, not much interest here either. LaMelo Ball at almost 11K. I mean, I like LaMelo, but, like, I'm not paying almost 11K for him. Bridges is priced right. Rogier and Hayward, you can always take shots in them in tournaments, but they don't really stand out. The guy that I actually probably like the best, as weird as it sounds, is Mason Plumlee. Without Peach Washington, 35, 27, 29, 29 minutes. He's playing close to 30 minutes. He hasn't been as productive this season, but he's a good rebounder. 
Um, so at, at sub 5K, I think he's a relatively safe value play. All right, Indiana and Detroit. So DeMontis Sabonis at 9.2K. This is kind of weird. So he was playing like the, the minutes are way down on him. There was like there's a couple games that are foul trouble, but yeah, 29, 33, 31, 30. And then he comes out and plays 40 minutes against the Knicks. So, like, how many minutes are we getting from Sabonis here? Um, that's my question. So, again, Carlisle's been – it's Rick Carlisle. I just I hate that guy as well. But, um, yeah, Sabonis in play. If he plays 40 minutes again, obviously he looks good. I think Brogdon probably looks the best, though, at 8.4. He's continually playing 35-plus minutes. He's a guy that's stuffed in the stat sheet, and it's a good matchup. The only real concern is maybe blowout, but, like, uh, it's not like the Pacers have been super dominant this year. I'm not probably not going to go to Lever. Uh, Miles Turner like does have some upside, um, but at almost 7K, I'm probably not going to pay that price for him either. And that's really it for the Pacers. Moving on to the Pistons. So, Cade Cunningham. Here's another story. Here's another story for you. I play him here. I play him here. I play him here. Finally fade. Uh, but yeah, 6.1K, he is probably going to play mid-30s minutes. Like, he played 35 minutes last game, and that game was a blowout, too. So um, I think he's a solid option in the mid-range. He played really well last game. Grant Sadiq Bay never really get to. Um, Stewart's at a price point where he's always in foul trouble, so I just don't want to – like, it's just – it's not worth it uh, at that price point, especially in 11-game slate. Uh, Killen Hayes, we've had – he's been really bad, but he does that, he's had a couple big games. If you want to take a shot at him for tournaments, you can, but the floor is very, very low. Boston and Atlanta, so still no Jalen Brown. I think Jason Tatum is a relatively safe option at the top. I don't love the price point, but he's going to play 35-plus minutes and be the clear go-to guy. Now, keep an eye on Robert Williams. He's currently questionable. If he can't go, I think Al Horford makes for a decent option. He'll play more at the center position. Um, it's not like he's super cheap, but like he would get a pretty big boost if he does play the five. And I think I would think they would just shift him down to the five. Um, and then Schroeder at 6.5K. It's a revenge game narrative. He, he's continuing to play like 35-plus minutes. I think he's a fair play, but I, like, I don't love uh, the price either. And then finally, Josh Richardson, 3.3K. He's playing 25 to 30 minutes off the bench. He's super, super cheap. So for salary relief, sure, he's viable. On the Atlanta side, Trey Young's always in play for me for tournaments. The ceiling's there, but also a pretty low floor as well. So never really a cash game play. Just like Steph Curry, he's always a good tournament play. Uh, John Collins at 7.3K. You know, in a competitive game, I think he plays 35-ish minutes. Uh, but he's prone to foul trouble. Uh, Capella at 7.2 at a really big game last game. Those minutes are slowly ticking up on him, 35, 32, 34, 34. Um, so I think Capella actually makes for a decent play at that price point. And then Bogdanovich, Herter are both questionable. If they both can't go, then probably Cam Reddish gets inserted in the starting lineup. If he does, I think he makes for solid value. So just monitor the Hawks news. Moving on to Cleveland and Brooklyn. Well, Cleveland's pretty thin. No Allen, no Bobley, no Sexton, no Markman. Uh, but it looks like Kevin Love's going to be back. They said could make his return. Um, we'll see if he's going to be limited or not. But, like, they don't really have a ton of other options. So, like, if Kevin Love starts, there's no limitations. He looks great. Uh, the two guards in Garland and Rubio also look good, right? They're just, like, they're going to have to do a lot for this offense. Uh, I probably have a lean to Rubio over Garland. He's been more productive, and he started last game, played 37 minutes. So if Rubio starts, again, I like him. I think Chetty Osmond's a good value just because, like, who is going to play minutes for this team, right? He's been playing close to 30 minutes a game. He had a really big game last game. He's only 4K. I think he looks good. Um, and then if they are going to limit Kevin Love's minutes, they don't really have any of their bigs, guys. So I think you could at least make the argument for taco season, taco fall. He played eight minutes last game. Um, yeah, I think he would be at least viable, right? Um, and then you have Dean Wade, who is 
played 35 minutes and had 10 fancy points. Like, how is that even possible? He's only 3.2K. Um, he'll play big minutes again, most likely. But, yeah, so monitor the Kevin Love news. That's the big one for the Cavs. Moving on to Brooklyn. So, obviously, there's some blowout risk here. Harden and Durant was too pricey for me to go there. Um, Aldridge played very limited minutes tonight. I was worried about his minutes against a small ball team. Um, he's only 5K. Or he's 5K. Like, that's not the best price point. Uh, two value plays that are interesting here. With Joe Harris, once again, out of Bruce Brown and Patty Mills. They both played massive minutes. Um, Patty Mills played 30-plus minutes, and Bruce Brown played, like, 27. And that was in a blowout. So I think those two make for decent value plays at their respective price points. I'm just going to say, though, you can never fully trust Steve Nash. That's that's all I will say. You can never fully trust his bench rotation or just his, his rotation in general outside of KD and Harden. Uh, the Pelicans going up against the Heat. There's really not much here. JV overpriced, Ingram overpriced. The guards don't stand out with Ingram back. I'm just basically full fading the Pelicans. On the Miami Heat side, well, it could be pretty interesting here. Butler, Bam, and Deadman are all questionable. If they're all out, Hero Lowry look great. Duncan looks great. PJ Tucker looks good for value. And then, yeah, both Bam and Deadman are out. I think it, it could be Omer Goat 7 season. A guy made us a ton of money in the summer league, um, unless they start Udonis Haslam, the ghost of Udonis Haslam. But, um, yeah, so that'd be interesting to see what they end up doing if Bam and Deadman are out. Like, dude, does Yurt 7 start? If he does, I think he makes for a good value, good point for a guy. Um, you know, if, let's just say, Jimmy's out and Bam's in, then I obviously like, you know, Bam, Lowry, Hero. So Miami, it's a little bit hard to say right now. Uh, but if a lot of guys are questionable are out, there's there's definitely a good amount of, uh, a lot of interest in this team. Orlando and New York, so... Jalen Suggs, once again, questionable if he can't go. Cole Anthony probably gets a little bit of a usage bump. It's, a, it's not the best matchup here, but Cole Anthony's been their clear best player so far this season. So for tournaments, he's perfectly fine. The two bigs are more secondary options at their respective price points. Um, they started Gary Harris last game, and he played 30 minutes. He's a low, low usage guy. But if he starts again, sure, you can play him. It's just he's not going to do a ton when he's on the court. We thought RJ Hampton would play more minutes. He actually played less, um, which was surprising with Jalen Suggs out. Like, what are we doing with that rotation? Um... So, yeah, if Gary Harris starts again, you can use him for a salary relief, but he is super, super low usage. Moving on to the Knicks, 9.9K for Randall. Feels a little bit overpriced. He's been struggling of late. Um, so I'm probably not going to go to Randall. The guard, like, everyone else on this team is always just, like, no one else really stands out to me. Like, Alec Burks of 4K has been continuing to play over 20 minutes. If we want to use him for tournaments, sure. If you want to take a shot at one of the guards, a Kemba or Derrick Rose, that's fine as well. Um, Nerlens Noel out. Mitchell Robinson, 3.8K. The Mets have been trending down on him, actually. Been trending up a little bit on Taj Gibson, only 3.5K. 25, 22, 29 Mets the last three games. So if you want to take a shot in a lower own Taj Gibson, I think there's worse plays. So I think he's he's viable. All right, Lakers and Bucks. So Westbrook, AD. There's, I'm probably not getting to Westbrook. Anthony Davis is viable, and he got ejected last game. Such a BS ejection. Like, I watched that. I was like, are you serious, ref? Anthony Davis was trying to tie his shoe. The ref didn't stop it, and then he just tosses AD. Like, I just... But yeah, uh, 10.9K, I do think Anthony Davis is viable. I think he's a little bit overpriced, but definitely in play. Talhorn Talker, the price, the price finally went up on him. He kind of smashed, really, in, in the garbage time. Uh, but I think he plays mid to high 20s minutes in a competitive game. He's only a 4.8K, so still a solid uh, play at that price point. Malik Monk at 4K. You know, minutes have been pretty secure for him recently, 29, 27, 27. As a, punt, a scoring punch off the bench, I think he is firmly in play. And then Rajon Rondo, 3-4, 24-20, 18 minutes. The Mets have been ticking up in him. I know he had a bad game last game, but he's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet, so um, I think he is also in play for salary relief. 
On the Bucks side, not a ton here. Um, because Middleton coming back, Drew Holiday kind of overpriced. Giannis is now back too. He's at 12 5. Uh, it's just this team's getting healthy, and a lot of these guys are priced up from when Middleton was out. So there's really not much here for the Bucks that I like. Sacramento and uh, Minnesota. So on the Sacramento side, Fox, we've seen some pretty big games from him recently. Three of the last four, 45 plus fancy points. So at only 8.3K, I do think he's can play for tournaments. Like, is he, is he finally starting to get it going again? Um, so yeah, I do have some interest there in Fox. Barnes is coming back down to earth, finally, thankfully. Um, Holmes at 6-7. They're going to need him out there against Cat, but like he's prone to foul trouble. So I don't know if I want to pay almost 7K for Sean Holmes. And then Halburn at 5-9. Uh, the Mets have been pretty solid for him. 34, 35, 35 minutes. So if, he, if he's going to continue to play mid-30s minutes, a guy that you know can stuff the stat sheet, I think Halburn's a pretty safe play in the mid-range. Oh, and then uh, Metu as well. So they've been starting Metu, played 32 minutes, played a little bit more in garbage time. But like if he starts again, I like him for Valley. He's a good point per minute guy. Um, I like the spot here. So, yeah, I'm perfectly fine going right back to Matt 2 at only 3.8. Moving on to Minnesota. So, we'll start with D'Angelo Russell. Still only 7.3K. I know he didn't have the best shooting game last game, but the, the good thing is the minutes, right? The minutes are there for him in competitive games. He's playing 35 minutes, which is really good to see. Good match against the Kings. I like D'Lo at that price point. Ant-Man at 8.1K is a fair price point, uh, unless, you know, I play him and he goes for 14 fancy points. And then Carl Anthony Towns at 10.4K. He should be able to have his way here against Rashawn Holmes. So I think he's a solid spend up. Um, you know, he does have a, at times, a low floor, but like this is a spot where you would think Carl Anthony Towns should be able to smash. And then Patrick Beverly, I think, is a good value at 4 2. Played 34 minutes last game. I think in a competitive game, he plays around 30. Um, so I, I do think he's a, a pretty safe option. All right, Houston and OKC. The. Battle of probably the two of the worst teams in the NBA. So we'll start with Christian Wood at the top at 7-7. I think recency bias might lower his ownership, but this is the spot, right? This is a good, good spot against Oklahoma City. You can go back, he, he can go for 50 plus, right? Um, so, you know, price coming down. I think ownership might come down on him, but, um, and there's been a bunch of blowouts too. In a competitive game, he's going to play 35 plus minutes. I do like Christian Wood a good amount here at that price point. And keep an eye on KPJ. If he does play, I also like him. Uh, but he got a little bit banged up with a thigh. So monitor that one. If he can't go, we'll see how they do the starting lineup. Jay Sean Tate's fine for tournaments. Jalen Green at 4-8. Um, fine. Would be look more interesting if uh, Kevin Porter Jr. can't go. And then, yeah, I'll continue to mention Sengen because he continues to play 18 to 20 minutes off the bench. And he continues to basically get there. So I think he's a decent uh, contrarian uh, value option. On the Thunder side, so... Shea at 8-7, yeah, it's a good matchup. Uh, but again, this is what I'm worried about, right? The assist numbers are down with Giddy in that lineup. So, like, right now he's more of a GP only play for me. And Giddy himself at 6-2, like, the minutes have been a little bit disappointing. Um, like, 25 in a competitive game, a couple games he's pushing for 30. Um, you know, if he, if I knew Josh Hayden was going to play 35 minutes, I would like him at this price point. But these minutes have been a little bit frustrating of late. So, right now, just a secondary option. Baisley's fine for tournaments of 5K. Does have a little bit of lower floor. Dort continues to play big minutes too. Um, I think he's a another you know relatively safe option. The only issue is he's pretty reliant in the scoring. And then James Robinson Earl 3.5K. If he starts at the center position again, I think he's a good value. But we'll see only if he starts the center position. Um, you know, 29 minutes, 26 minutes, um, and then I play in place 22. Yet all the other stars come. All the other starters come back in. So. Um, yeah, if Robinson Earl starts at the five, I do think you can go there at only 3.5K. All right, Dallas and Phoenix. So this is a big one. No Luka Doncic. 
So we'll start with Christoph Porzingis, who's played really well late, 40, 47, and 56 fantasy points. Who is ready for Chalk Christoph Porzingis? Uh, Chalk Porzingis, that always goes that goes well, right? Uh, but no, seriously, like he's going to get a little bit of usage bump, obviously. It's not the best matchup, but he's going to play 30-plus minutes as long as he's out of foul troubles. He looks great. Brunson looks phenomenal here. He gets a massive, massive usage bump without Luka on the court. So really do like those two guys. I don't think it's a contrarian take. Don't think we're going to spend a ton of time on that. Hardaway Jr. is fine. Like, he'll probably get some ownership. His role, like, he's still scoring dependent. So he can still bust for you, but, like, he probably does get some more shots up. And then, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, like, who who kind of gets the the backup point point guard role. It does go to Trey Burke. does go to Nilakina. I don't know if I want to mess with it on this big of slate. Um, but, yeah, really the main interest, obviously, there is Porzingis and Brunson. On the Phoenix side, Booker's always in play for tournaments. Chris Paul at 8.7K. More your cash game play. Booker, more your tournament play. DeAndre Ayton, they said they're going to limit his minutes, and they played him 33 minutes last game. So just like, why are you lying? Why, why are you lying? Um, but yeah, 33 minutes. Uh, if he plays 33 minutes again and only 6-2, I think Ayton's a pretty safe play. I do think he's a little bit too cheap, assuming there's no limitations. And then the wings, I'm just going to stay away from. Bridges and Crowder, they just stand in the corner. Finally, Chicago and Portland. So... This one could be a fun late-night hammer. Chicago side, uh, still no Vucevic. DeRozan, Levine get a pretty big usage bump as well as Lonzo. I think both DeRozan and Levine look good. Um, they were on pace for a massive night last game, and then it was a blowout. They all they, they both lost a pretty decent amount of minutes, but uh, both those guys look like good spin-ups. And then Lonzo had a big game last game. He's been a little bit more up and down, right? Like, I play him. He shoots 2 of 11. Uh, you know, 2 of 11 low ownership, uh, 37 minutes, goes for 22 fantasy points for, for me. Uh, I fade him. 10 of 13, 53 fancy points. So, um, yeah, the, the main three guys look good. And then assuming Caruso starts again, I like him for value. Played 39, 34 minutes. Um, you know, yeah, he didn't really have a great game last game. He didn't have a real-life point, but he stole him for almost 20 fancy points. So I think Caruso's a good value at that price. And then Kobe White, uh, they limited him to 11 minutes. Um, I'm not really going to mess with him unless... In, in uh, until that price comes down and we get we uh, see more minutes. And then, yeah, I'll mention Tony Bradley's 3-3. This is a bigger team against Portland with, like, Nurkic and Cody Zeller. So maybe we do get, like, 25 minutes of Tony Bradley. At that price point, I think he's a, a, fa- uh, a fair value play. And finally, Portland. So Damian Lord is questionable. Monitor that one. That's pretty big. Can we can I just talk about CJ2 here? All right. I play him without Damian Lillard. 32 fancy points with Damian Lillard, 50 fancy points. Does that make sense to anyone? I know that last game was a blow, but just like, <laughs> how, how? Um, so yeah, if Damian Lillard can't go, then CJ and Simons look phenomenal. Simons would start and be one of the best values in the slate. And obviously CJ McCollum would look great as well. Um, if Damian Lillard plays and there's and uh, he's no limitations, he's good to go. I like actually Dame at this price point. The minutes have been massive. 39, 38, 38, and 40 minutes for Dame. He's shooting the ball a little bit better of late. So, um, yeah, if Dame plays, I like Dame. Nurkic at 6'4". God, the minutes, like only 18 there against Toronto. He wasn't in foul trouble either. Now, he's still productive, right? Even for 22 and 18 minutes. Um, if he gets like 27, 28 minutes again, I think he, there's a good chance he can pay off the salary, but... Uh, man, they, they're, they're playing him limited minutes, which is frustrating. Keep an eye on Norman Powell news, too. If Norman Powell can't go, Nasir Little becomes potential value. And then uh, I think Larry Nance, like they he got a little bit extended last game. But 3.2K, I think there's there's probably other value I feel better about. 
All right, guys, so that's going to do it for the video. If you have enjoyed the content, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Thanks again, guys. Really do appreciate all your support, and I will see you tomorrow in the live stream.